Deep in the cold of winter, darkness and silence lie everywhere. Softly and clearly, they came through the stillness. A wonderful sound, a wonderful sound to hear. Oh, bells in paradise, I heard them ring, sounding in majesty the news that they bring. Oh, bells in paradise, I heard them ring, welcoming the Savior born on earth, the heavenly King. Choral music is glorious, so beautiful, but so hard to sing. I probably had... Not probably. I definitely had more breaths, took more breaths in that short little snippet. Well, while the uh, choir, the choral, uh, magnificent voices (sighs) did not even flinch. Just ridiculous breath control. I love choral music. I can sing, but I, I cannot sing choral music because it's just so... It is just out of my league. It is the most beautiful thing ever. So in this episode, I was making dinner and I was, you know, playing uh, music in the background from the Oxford Choir. And then there was a particular, uh, you know, song. And I mentioned to John that, wow, did you hear, did, did you notice that ridiculous breath control lay literally took no breaths and then that's when he's he he chimed in and started and i and i mentioned how hard it is to hold notes uh, as as a singer but then he gave me some insight um from a musician's perspective that it is hard to hold a note especially on string instruments as well so anyway it it kind of the conversation started uh after we had actually been discussing for a while but that particular song I just tried to sing and failed miserably is called um, All Bells in Paradise by John Rata. That is a great, you know, an accomplished British composer. And I just love his work. Uh, some of his music was played at the royal wedding years ago, Prince William and whatnot. But if you're interested in listening to the real you know, the elegant, elegant sound of that sound, of that song, rather. You can just search All Bells in Paradise or just search John Rutter, R-U-T-T-E-R. All his music is glorious, but that is if you like choral music. It's not everybody's cup of tea, but um, I love music of all genres. And choral, choral music is just... It is just, uh, it just takes me to a whole different place. And I'm sad that I can't sing it. (laughs) 
All things bright and beautiful, all creatures great and small. All things bright and wonderful, the Lord God made them all. Each little flower, na na na, I forgot the words. Na 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 na. All things bright and beautiful, the Lord God made them all. All things bright and wonderful. Oh, I love it! I love it. Are you rolling your eyes? <laughs> Don't judge me. Go listen to All Things Bright and Beautiful. Also composed by John Rutter. You can listen to the King's College. That's the 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 group that um performed all thing uh, um all bells in paradise by John Ryder. I could go on and on and on and on. I love it. But here's our discussion. Hope you enjoy it. If you love music, if you love holding notes, or if you're a chorus, you know, singer. I'm jealous. I'm I'm jealous if you're singing a chorus. That is the hardest hardest genre I think. The vocal control is out of this world. Breath control, ridiculous. I love it. All right, holding notes. Tell me about it. Because we're listening to some choral music, and I was talking about how crazy their their breath control is. But then you kind of gave me a different perspective from a musician standpoint, not just vocal, but instruments. Tell me about it like from a violin standpoint. Uh, As I'm cooking, she was talking about she was showing me an excerpt from this song that she was listening to like a choral song and she was talking about how me? yeah oh. and she was talking about how uh, hard it was for them to hold the notes because obviously they have to use their breath and make sure that they're holding the note for the right amount of time and staying on tempo and I got confused when you said she was telling me I didn't realize that she was me. Okay, go ahead. And yeah, she she was. Um, <laughs> it's confusing me when you say she, or just say you or mom. Uh, you 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 were telling me that, mm-hmm. uh, you, like how hard it was in that one excerpt. You were showing me how hard it was for them to hold the notes because right. they had to use their breath and and make sure that they're holding the notes for the right amount of beats and staying on tempo and like blending together. Right. And I, and you said that that's harder than holding notes on an instrument when, and like doing it on an instrument is just about the same level, maybe even a little harder, but mostly it's on the same level. Cause I made the point that woodwinds and brass, uh, like instruments, like people who play those instruments, they use their breath basically in the same way, like to produce sound. They may not be singing, but they're still using their breath to, to play. And uh with uh brass instruments you know they have to buzz their lips in order to get sound and then flutes they have to blow like at an angle so that uh they can create sound with their instruments and i was talking about how hard it 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 is on for them like how it's on par with that because like they have to use their breath and it sucks because like with a lot of people on flute like i'm pretty sure when they have legato sections where there are a lot of ties or a long, a lot of like passages where they're holding notes 
for like an absurd amount of time, like maybe like eight eight beats, like it can be really hard. All right. And how about with the violin? Because that's your instrument. Violin, it's hard because like people think on the violin playing stuff that's fast is hard when really that isn't the case. Playing stuff that's fast is actually easier than playing stuff that's slow. Because when you're playing slow, you have to pay way closer attention to stuff. Because when you're playing fast, you can kind of get away with like a few minor mistakes. But if you go slow and you make mistakes, like you, you can't afford to do that. And specifically with violin, not not just violin really, but like every instrument in the string section, uh, a big part of holding notes that sucks is that like uh, you have to make sure that you're using enough bow and that you're, you, you have the right bow position. And like with violins, you have to keep your arm, your right arm at an angle, like so that it, it goes down straight on the strings instead of like diagonal or sideways or whatever. Right. Well, diagonally, I meant. Uh, and what's hard about it is that you have to like go down very slowly, move your arm very slowly or slow enough to where like you can hold the note. Because if you if you move your arm too fast, you'll use too much bow. And then it'll be awkward. Like let's say you're hold you're supposed to hold a note on a down bow, but then you you use too much bow and you're already at the tip. So then you try and go back to the frog and you're going up and it just looks awkward, especially when other other people are watching you. Cause like everyone in your section, their bows are going down, yet you're going up. It looks really bad. Especially judges, like when they see that, like that's a big no no. They score you down immediately. Yeah. Cause that's that's a big issue. Everyone should be playing together using the same amount of bow at the same part of the bow at the same part like all blending together and yeah you have to make sure you're not using too much bow and that you're holding the right note and also vibrato too because like it's 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 when like the note like it kind of vibrates okay i guess i know like yeah in a, in a vocal sense yeah vibrato. singers use vibrato too right but on the violin, um, it's hard to achieve that. Just like well, not well, not just that it's hard to achieve it, but it's hard to keep it consistent, like over like a long, like over many beats. Right. So usually, like they'll they'll do it after like a they'll they'll start it after a couple beats. Like you'll see that with a lot of violinists. Like when they hold notes, they they hold they hold it and then they add vibrato like halfway through it as it as they like fade out of it but yeah it's hard because you have to keep the amount of bow you're using consistent and not only that but you have to be mindful of how you look in comparison to your stand not your stand partner uh, your section leader so whoever is in first sharing your section because you want to you you want to you want you want it to be right but you also want to watch them sometimes too because usually they're right like in terms of like how they're playing generally mm -hmm. and you also need to watch the conductor of course so that you can uh stay on tempo because that's another big like mistake that a lot of players make and it's not just an orchestra it's like generally like they 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 focus way too much on their music and then they end up never looking up at the conductor and then they no and then they start rushing they start moving ahead of everyone else and it it sounds so bad it happens a lot, like, uh... When you go, okay, so we got caught or somebody called me, huh? Uh, and I was going to say, like, how a lot of people, like, they focus way too much on their 
on their music and and they never look up like at at their conductor and and so it's gotta be really hard i guess you get used to it it's a balancing time. act yeah so you balance looking at the conductor in the first chair and your music and what you're doing too like making sure you're in tune making sure your dynamics are on point and generally like that you're doing fine and like after a certain point like especially in the later phases of like rehearsing the music in your group like you you're 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 pretty much expected to like have most if not all of your music memorized because when you have your music memorized it it, it makes it a lot easier to look up at the conductor right and you should be looking up at your conductor like every two bars yeah so like every two measures you have to look up and 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 the most important parts you have to look up is like at allergondos or retards or accelerandos those are the most important places to look Excuse up me, you lost or me. or fermatas what are it's it's like a it's like a spot where like uh usually like it it starts to slow down a lot okay like the tempo slows down a lot usually and then retards is when you slow down gradually and then accelerandos is it's the exact opposite. You're going faster. Oh, so like accelerate. Comes yeah. From the word accelerate. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. And then uh, fermatas, uh, those are like, they're markings under like a specific note. Mm-hmm. And basically, or a rest, a note or a rest, like in a specific part of a piece. And basically the conductor like can hold that specific part for as long as they want. And you have to be watching to know when uh, to cut off. Wow. So those are like those are the markings. Like when you see them, that's when you really have to watch. Like especially at school, like my uh, uh, orchestra director, she uh, stresses that a lot because it's very important to be watching. Not even just for those markings, but just generally. Mm -hmm. So you know. Yeah. Otherwise. Those string instruments, oh, I used the wrong eye. Those string instruments, like you said, well, with any instrument, really, whether you're using your voice or piano or whatever, if you're off everybody else in the choir or... In yeah, the it only choir, takes one person to mess everything up. It sounds up. like trash. It only takes one person to mess everything up. Yeah. Like, if one person's out of tune or rushing, but everyone else is, is, is doing good, like, it's just, it's, it's going to mess up the whole thing. So that you, you spoke about, you know, good bow, like the position. So when you're holding a note... You have to like, keep your arm up and hold. And then, like, for for doing an up bow, like, it's a, it can be a bit awkward sometimes. Like, if you're not used to it. Because mm-hmm. when you get to the upper half, like, you, you really want to cut off, but you have to make sure you get to the frog. Like, when you're, when you're using full bows. And... You know, with experience, you kind of your arm kind of gains that fluidity. Like, you have to practice a lot to get used to. Yeah, because it has your... to be uncomfortable holding your arm in that position, even yeah. for a few measures. So just kind of. And you have to keep your bow straight. So when you're when you're bowing down, you're 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 like extending your arm basically, because a, a a big issue a lot of people do like they they swing their arm, and because naturally our our arms want to move like in a circular kind of way 
but that's bad, like for Boeing, because it it makes it all crooked and 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 uh, moves the bow all over the place. Okay. So you have to keep your arm out at an angle, but also like extend your arm, like, but it has to be smooth, and you have to well, and you have to do that to keep your bow straight. And that's why violinists, like you know, when when you watch a soloist or whatever, their movement always looks elegant, like it's. It's almost exaggerated in a way to look really elegant and kind of like a ballet, you know, like um, it has to flow. For, for somebody like me that has no idea about playing string instruments when I'm watching you guys play, it just looks so elegant. I don't think about your arm hurting or keeping position. I'm just enjoying the music. You know? Yeah. So, that's amazing. And how, how do you compare, uh, now you told me about the, s the string instruments, what about piano? Piano? When it comes to holding up, that should be easy. Yeah. Intonation isn't as big, as, uh, isn't as big of a problem when it comes okay. to piano. Because piano, the, the piano is already tuned. Right. I mean, there, there are definitely challenges like when it comes to playing piano. I'm not saying it's an easy instrument, but in terms of like intonation, it's not really that big of a deal. Because all the notes are already in tune. Cause and the sustained pedal kind of helps you as well. Yeah. Like if you want to... You just, you just hold the keys down. Yeah. And um, what else? Like, the way the piano works is, like, basically there's, like, a mechanism, uh, like, that the piano has, basically, where, like, the key... Is like connected to like little hammers, and each hammer is set up like on each individual string. Each and each string like correlates with each note. So um, basically, how it works is when you like this is simplified, but basically when you hit the key, mm -hmm. the hammer hits the string, okay. like on the inside. And how hard you hit the 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 key is how hard the hammer hits the string. And that determines the sound. Yeah. Yeah. You know how, whether you want to sustain or you want it to be loud or you want to. And down. and the and the uh, the sustain pedal just lets the strings ring. That's how they sustain. Right. So basically, when you hit a note, the pedal like it makes the it, it lets the strings ring, until like it it fully stops. And then, the, the how heavy you hit the sustain pedal. Determines how long it holds. No, how long you hold it for determines how long. Oh, okay. Oh, so you hold, then you hit the sustain pedal, and you keep holding, and then when you let go, it like ends. You, like you 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 hit you you play the note and hit the pedal at the same time, and then after you let go of the keys, it'll still ring until like you lift your 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 foot off the pedal. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Like. How long after you lift your foot and your fingers from the keys does a sustained sound last? Like a few extra seconds? Uh, yeah, like maybe like 10, 20 seconds or something like that. Yeah, piano, even though I can't play, it's definitely easier when, as far as what we're talking about, holding notes. Well, the, the piano, it's, it's an easier instrument to learn, but it's still like hard to get good at. Like it's like, uh, in terms of like getting started, it's way easier than like playing a string instrument. Yeah, but it's 
still has its, you know, dynamics and whatnot. But we are talking about specifically when it comes to holding notes. I I started with, you know, just talking about how hard it is with voice, and not just, and but specifically for choral music. Yeah, because it's it's more traditional. It follows like, uh, like uh, theory. For the beauty of the earth, for the beauty of the star. I can sing, but I can't do choral music. I I just have so much respect for them. Like who are listening to Ubi Caritas. Ubi Caritas et I took a breath there. They don't. And they keep going. It's amazing. So, but I'm, I'm glad. And that's why I keep playing some of that music to ask your opinion because I think it is one of the, you know, the best music ever, ever created. And those are some of the best singers ever. Horror singers. I don't care how good you are. I don't care if you're. Beyonce, Rihanna, whatever, all these artists that they are in this world. I mean, that they're good in their genres, but if you ask somebody that's really good in, you know, regular, you know, other genres to try choral music, the breath control is ridiculous. So I guess it's good to know from the other side, from, you know, as a musician, how hard it is on string instruments as well to um, to hold. You're not just holding the bow, but you're positioning your arm to where, and you're looking at your music, and you're looking at the conductor, and you're looking at first chair. Wow, because those you know chorus singers, they they're just looking at the music, and of course the conductor, but the control is mostly their voice, so they practice. I guess breathing techniques, you know, it's ridiculous, but good discussion. Thanks for the insight as far as notes holding is concerned. I can hold a good note, but not in choral music. I, just like you said, you, you heard me singing and you say, yeah, I could tell that you've maxed out your range. You can't keep going. Yeah. Well, every singer has their limits. Yeah. No, but. I'm not talking about limits per se, but specifically with choral music. Because, you know, you can hold your note in country music or R&B or um, gospel or whatever, or whatever genre. But with choral, choral music specifically, it is a whole different ballgame. But anyway. Yeah, and you also have to know how to read yeah. music. Cause they, they, That's another one. Yeah. yeah. You, you need to know how to read music. Because the composers, actually, I was looking at the composer for that song. They wrote a vo a voice, a vocal score. So, in other words, they actually that's read. A good point. Yeah. Oh, good. That's another thing too. You need to know how to read music. Oh, not just reading lyrics, but music. The, the, the notes. Stat. Yeah, the the notes. That's crazy. So, so and much. and of course, like. Whatever range they have, like the cleft that they read off of, corresponds with that. That's crazy. So if they if if they're in trouble, then they read off trouble, and then alto, alto, soprano, soprano, so on and so forth. Holy respect. There's a concert coming up on April. Is it April third? No, April. 
I guess the second Sunday in April, we have to go. There's this Atlanta men's chorus and women's chorus. I, I just, that music drives me to tears. So imagine being in the audience. So thanks for the insight. I appreciate it. Yeah. And that's it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for joining John and me in conversation today. We really appreciate it. We're new at this podcast thing, so it means a lot that you're listening. And if you could do one tiny favor and share this with one friend that you think might like this episode. And if you like what you're hearing or any of other um, episodes, please subscribe to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts and that's um, apple Podcasts, spotify everywhere and thanks to anchor uh, for making this possible and we'll speak with you next week thanks for listening keep smiling be well and be safe Mm -hmm.